Welcome back to the couch, the best place to chill with your friends and get your game goodness each and every Monday. My name's Dylan Blunt. Join me on the couch this week, Ashley Hobley. Hey Dylan, I'm excited to be here and excited to hear you sing in for the rest of the episode. Wild, wild hearts. <laughs> I'm going to do with my friend Wild Hearts. I'll say you, Kira Machin. Sue Goy! Hi guys, how are we? <laughs> <laughs> um, This week on the show... Wild, wild hearts. Oh um, my god, so- <laughs> this is not a thing. We're not, no. No, this is not a thing. Nope. We're talking about the hit Rihanna song, Wild Hearts. Also, the EA original. Did she she sing that song at the the Was that an actual song? Subliminal ad. Yeah. I think it was because I've been listening to I I watched this I watched the Super Bowl performance and then Apple Music was like, hey, we've put together a playlist of all the songs. I was like, seems like a good playlist. I'll put that on. So I've been listening to that like last couple days at work on lunch break. Yeah. So, uh, We've all played different degrees of, but Wild Hearts uh, for the past week or a couple, a bit over a week longer for me, um, which is this new game published by EA Originals. It's a combination between Omega Force and Koi Tecmo. It is basically the easiest way to describe it. A it's a monster hunting game, but it's it's like it's monster. It's 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 their version of Monster Hunter. I don't know how many game. People have tried to do a hunting game. I know, obviously, Epic tried with um, Dauntless, which was the the yes. free to play one that I mucked around in for like an hour or two. And, and there was technically the multiplayer was one, right? That was which a one? bit different, but not the same. Uh, which one? They were made by Turtle Rock. Was it Turtle Rock Studios? I got. Was that a monster but... hunting game? It, well, not really. It was like a multiplayer it's version. Evolve. Of it, but... Evolve. That was it. But it was that was an asymmetrical. Like, yeah, that's yeah but it's kind, it's, it's kind of, no, no, no. kind of. Rule pass, rule pass. Um, so this is like, yeah, this is the the next closest thing you're going to get to a monster hunting game. Where obviously the the gameplay mechanic for these things is as simple that you you hunt a monster, you get parts off the monster, and you use those parts to make your gear, weapons, and armor better, and then you can take on other monsters of higher caliber and then you, you repeat the process through and through. It's it took to people for thousands and thousands of hours on Monster Hunter games throughout the years. So EA and um everyone's trying to sort of jump on board with this one. Uh I think it's fantastic. My review may or may not be up well, maybe. I've got like two paragraphs left, I think, to wrap up. But so I'm currently sitting in eight point five. I'm very close to a nine. My only sort of holdback would be some technical issues that simply weren't ironed out by the time the release date patch came out. So they're sort of my holdback of point five at the moment. But I absolutely love this game and I um I lay in bed and think about it. I, I you know like I I've been sort of obsessed the last week with with this while I've been playing it and I um can straight away say that I'm just I'm definitely going to be playing this throughout the the rest of the year, especially as on and off between other things. Uh, when they they've already got plans for you know two more kimono, which are the the monsters and the new area and all this. Like they've got a bu- bunch of DLC planned, like free DLC. I'm sure they'll do play DLC. Like I'm going to be coming back for all this. I'm ready to to sort of eat up every uh, as much of this game as I possibly can. It is, I think. For me, I've always sort of liked the idea and the genre, and I've I've dabbled in them. Of course, I played mostly of the Monster Hunter. Um, fuck, what was that one called? I can't remember. The, the, Monster the, Hunter, the, uh, not Rise. Uh, Rise, yeah, Rise. That was it. Rise. Rise? No, no, no. Yeah, sorry. The open. The other one was. Uh, World. No, not Worlds. Not Worlds. It's you the, didn't like, play World Worlds. One. You played Rise. No, I didn't play Worlds, but I know a lot of people jumped on board and got Worlds was too popular, of course. But um, 
I've always sort of wanted to get into them, just never had a chance to get super hardcore. I always like the genre as a whole. But I think it's this this game takes the combat and it's more like it's methodical combat that you would find in a Souls like game with very similar sort of weapon variety that you'd find in a Souls like game. So when you play it by yourself, which I played a bunch by myself for the review period, it's this very drawn out long battles where you're trying to take on these big bosses and you're knowing when to heal and get in and do your strikes and you have to really think about it. Um, and then when you're playing with two or three players, which is the the max you can have fighting a monster, the shit just goes absolutely insane, especially once you get to the the later levels and people have unlocked the the game's main um, mechanic or gimmick or whatever you want to call it, which is these uh, Karakuri technology, which is uh, basically Fortnite building in a Monster 100%. Hunter game to, to, <laughs> to make it as simple as possible, mm. which as someone who hates Fortnite building in Fortnite and only wants to ever play Fortnite with no build, mode um i'm totally once you once you sort of click with the building in this it seems so stupid and if you watch videos of it you're still like how's that work but once once you're actually playing it and feeling it in the moment and um it all sort of comes together so this works where you have a giant boar charging at you you can quickly drop a bunch of blocks and build a uh like a wall that can block it and it, it sort of counters it so you can get some attack in later in the game you can build these like giant hammers or you can even just build a bunch of blocks on top of one uh one another which is the thing most people do from the start of the game just be able to jump up there and do these big air air attacks um but yeah once you've seen people building upon like let's say you've only got enough to build two blocks of something and you're like shit i don't get to finish it once you start playing with other people and you see someone come along and finish your build and make like a giant weapon and you like realize that there's a team ability there the game sort of just takes on a, a new level of the building and stuff so um yeah i'm i i think it's absolutely fantastic so kieran you're the person who's played the, the second most here and we played like an hour or so the other night together yeah, I played, um yeah. i'm about six hours uh, in um yeah. so what do you what do you how are you finding it I'm enjoying it, but it, for me, it has the same problem that I have with the Monster Hunter game, and I've only played Monster Hunter Worlds, was that it's kind of overwhelming as fuck in terms of, like, the it, it, say, um, in other games, a lot of the systems slowly build on each other, and, like, you kind of get the the idea of and for me i'm gonna my biggest uh, point is like the armor system or the weapon system that they slowly build and you get what you you kind of grab armor and it makes it obvious which armor is an upgrade it once you get past the early stage it's just like okay here's like 10 to 15 armor sets and you pick what you want and build what you want and go get the parts from animals but i sit there going I have no idea what is good for my character or what is good for like the weapon I'm using. Like I'm primarily using the bow. I'm like, okay, what is, what is good for the bow? And then I, I look at the weapon system and the weapon system is like a, a big fucking tree and the weapons scale based off of what path through the tree you take and it inherits skills from the path that you take in the way. So you have to kind of be aware of, okay, what kind of style are you playing with your weapon? Which items are you going for? Um, and then on top of that, like the hunting for it is the game like kind of gets to a point where it lets you into like the first big open area and you do like the first story hunt and it's like, okay, you could move on to the next one or you could go on another hunt, but it doesn't really explain the steps of the hunt and it doesn't explain like, okay, 
I didn't think he did a very good job of explaining like, okay, go out into the world and just start building shit. Like, just like build these radars so that you can like pop the radar and it'll show you where all the monsters are in the area. They do show you that at the start. They're like, build a tower. It, they make you build a tower as part of the tutorial. The thing is, the the yeah. that part came after I did my first like random hunt by myself. So that part was like... It sounds I'd, like you were playing the game, bro. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Because the, the first the first like story hunt is also the first time where you can change weapons. So I was like, okay, I'm going to fuck around, choose different weapons, and I don't want to keep going with the story until I work out, you know, which weapon I actually like, which weapon I suck at. Um, and so I did that, and then I was like, well, how do I look? And I ended up, you know, randomly being like, oh, I could build this radar thing and whatever. Um yeah, I don't know. I just, I still, it's not these bad things. I just find them very overwhelming and, and playing it by myself may be very different to Dylan. My brain is just like, okay, do, do, like, and at several points in the story, it's like, okay, you can either progress to the next more name story section or you can go hunt some other stuff and like prepare it so you're prepared for that main story. And I'm like, well, I could, I could go hunt, but what, what do I, what do I hunt? Like, what is actually good for me to hunt for? Cause, I look at the armor, I look at the weapons, and I'm like, oh. Uh, I mean, technically, there's no wrong answer. Whatever you're There's no wrong you're... answer, but, yeah. like, there's no, like. Right answer. There's no right obvious answer, or there's no, like, kind of, you know, smooth curve to lower you into it. There's no, like, hey, you know, just hunt the shit out of this thing and, like, get, like, the first, like, proper armor set. And then. You know, there's no. And he's explaining the stats and explaining the abilities and what the abilities mean. And I just think there's a lot where I'm like, I just need. Like yesterday, I spent the first like two hours I jumped on yesterday morning. I literally like just spent a bunch of time working stuff out, like just running around, hitting the training dummies with the different weapons because the training dummies actually do a pretty good yeah, job. That's, of, the, that's like, the best way to learn. Yeah, is, like is training yeah. dummies give you a good idea of how different like mechanics work of the weapons and then i'm like okay and then i started like kind of hunting bits and pieces and yeah I, I, it's progressing um i think i'd love it a lot more if i had was playing with friends and i was there to discuss things and talk it through and kind of work with friends a little bit more for it um like playing with dylan was great and i have the request assistance feature just automatically turned on so when you start a hunt people will just automatically kind of fill if it finds people that want to do that hunt um, yeah, so the the request thing shows up on the I don't know if you've seen you know the stones that glow. That yes, you can, either you can that or on. when you start a hunt, you just on the con- controller you hold down. No, no, no. I mean, like the for other people, so it comes. Oh, up. for if other they people, look yes, in the sorry. stones. Yeah. That's where your request comes up. So yeah, like I spent an hour last night. All I did was just I like because I. Uh, to me, there's certain stuff I'm after at the moment for certain gear, but also I just enjoy playing the game. So I just like jumped. I just jumped into that. I was like, who needs help with what? I just kept like, I just rolled through a bunch yeah. of lower level and stuff with people. It was good. And like, you know, it's, it's, it's okay when there's randoms in, but then you don't get the banter. You don't get the communication. You don't get like organizing things or kind of um, helping each other out that much. So, and, and, and then on top of that, you know, the hour I played with Dylan was great. Um, but we, I'm playing on PC. Dylan was playing on PlayStation, so we didn't have. So Dylan, you were using like maybe the worst fucking microphone possible. Like it was horrible. <laughs> like you used like random earbuds. I think you said. I think I heard you say you use random earbuds. <laughs> they're my earbuds. They're my earbuds. My earbuds. And we my earbuds. we played for the entire time. And like on top of 
A, the music is amazing in Wild Hearts, but at the same time, it was way too epic to be playing while I'm trying to make out this fucking <laughs> Dylan underwater kind of muffled fucking microphone at the same time. That's your fault um, for being on PC. Come on. Well, <laughs> you're yeah. playing with a controller anyway. You should just go on PlayStation. Well, I thought it would be okay, Master Keyboard, and then I played Master Keyboard. I'm like, eh. But I've got friends that I want to play with on PC, and I guess I didn't. And I'd rather be sat. At, yeah. I'd rather be sat on my PC to play with those friends than I would be on my couch. Um, so yeah, it's just once PlayStation gets Discord properly, that'd be kind of nice. Um, or you know, Dylan uses a proper fucking mic for his phone, whatever, whichever one we, whichever one we want to go for. Um, you know, either or. But um, no, I'm having fun with it. Uh, I'm excited to play with both of you. I'm excited just to play more of it. I just, it's it's a lot at first, and I think you know what? Maybe if I'd given it a week, and there would be a bunch of YouTube tutorials just going. And there's I'm already, sure there, already so, is. there already yeah. is, but there's no like. And maybe this is my my problem as a gamer, but I love a I love a YouTube tutorial in these types of games. It's like okay, these are okay. You want to play the bow? These are the armor sets you want to go for. It's that go for these armor sets. Go farm this creature a bit. This is what you want to do. Just better guides, just to give me a head start. Because once I've got the head start, I'm like, right, I'm good. And because the bow is like the one of the least used weapons of the of the opening few, there's no guides on it yet. I looked yesterday a fair bit. Um, yeah, a sense of discovery, Karen. You got to figure this stuff out. Uh, there's a sense of discovery, <laughs> but at the same time, I just, I just want some sense of direction. You know, you know. Like, <laughs> I just, I just want, I just want a bit of, a bit of hand to point me in the right direction. Um, but I'm, I'm loving it. I'm still enjoying it. I think the creatures are really interesting. I think the world's really interesting. Um, it's Japanese as fuck, which I think is great, and and um, it, it's amazing how close it is to monster hunter like if you were just playing this game and you didn't know that it was something else you would just think it's a it's a monster hunter game. i mean until someone starts building a giant box and, and still somebody starts building but you could easily be like okay have they built this mechanic into monster hunter where you're <laughs> building stuff and using stuff and you know um i think yeah there's just there is like my only holdback is yeah overwhelming a little bit i think there's a lot of systems that work very quickly and if you're not cognizant of them like there's all of a sudden i went like after maybe four hours of play yesterday, I went, oh, fuck. I haven't been like using the points you get from hunting things to upgrade the which Karakuri you can use. So Told you about this when we played the other night. Did you? Because I probably didn't fucking yep. hear because of your microphone. <laughs> 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 I probably didn't hear probably. Um, but yeah, that, that's where I'm at at the minute with the game. Um, Ash, before you give me your general thoughts, tell us about the quality critic score. Quality critic score is an 8.5 uh, across uh, six different outlets. Uh, all very positive. Uh, interesting out of all the ones so far is like the, the lowest was an 8, the highest was a 9, and they're all in that everything else was 8.5. So, yep. uh, you know, normally with these, there's a, like an outlier who didn't like it. But uh, yeah, across the board, enjoying it. Uh, uh, people generally saying the story is pretty bare bones. Uh, yeah. Pretty basic, uh, but yeah, the gun, the gameplay is fun once you get the hang of it and that kind of stuff. Uh, and yeah, like they said, Monster Hunter cross Fortnite building. So uh, yeah, obviously this is uh, the team that did. Uh, it's from the team that did Dynasty Warriors, it or is, it's done Dynasty com- Warriors forever. No, and but the combat's nothing like Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, and the other thing, interesting thing from like prepping this article was uh, they did do a Monster Hunter game, or like a Monster Hunting game series before called 
Tukadin, which had like two entries, but was quickly killed off. Uh, so yeah, okay. then going back to the format or the genre uh, is kind of cool. So yeah, check out that article over at explosionary.com. Uh, I've only played like maybe two, two and a half hours. Still very early days getting through tutorials. Uh, I'm I'm not loving it so far, but you know I'm intrigued to play some more. Uh, I also have been like trying to play with the bow, and I'm like, oh okay. Uh, I don't. I feel like the dodge mechanic is not as uh, precise as I'd want it to be. There's sometimes with the dodges, I'm like, there's one, um, the maybe the third creature you fight where. Uh, it like at one point rears up on its like legs and they're ready to slam down, but that motherfucker's a homing missile pretty much. Like no matter how much I was rolling or using giant the pig thing, yeah, yeah, or use or you yeah the pig the king tusk. Uh, and no matter how much I was using the springs or rolling, fucker would just flatten me every time. I'd be like, well, what the fuck do I? Don't spam roll. You just roll once at the correct time. You're rolling once it. was because the fucker's like turning. I should as be I'm able rolling. to roll multiple times. In succession, you know? especially yeah. with the bow, because charging the bow and some of the uh, charged functions actually use your stamina while the you animations. Use yeah, up, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I think I'll have to like give the other weapons a go, see if any of those click a bit more. Uh, but you know, I just want to stay away from these giant monsters. Like, the weapons, <laughs> I'm excited. We're playing for. the wrong game. Uh, I'm <laughs> Are unlocked <laughs> later in the game. I like there's like the second chapter, the yeah, next that's what I heard. There's a f- several ones that are like behind that are, story. Like, yeah, there's like ones that like transform as you're using them. And I'm like, that looks dope. And then the other one is like from Attack on Titan, like the fucking grappling gear shit. I'm like, yeah. I'm all about that. That's anime as fuck. I'm that's so there's, yeah, that that's that weapon if you see like you're playing and it's three people just using it. <laughs> it is literally just attack on time because you, you claw onto the enemy and then you have a like it has like an energy bar once you're once you're attached but you can literally just float in the air like on a wire like they do an attack on titan and you just like dodge into the enemy and do air attacks and then dodge out and you just have three people doing that at the exact same time which i've done once and i was like what the fuck am i playing right now it's just (laughs) (laughs) absolutely ridiculous who needs to build when you can just fly around the air and and grappling hooks you know yeah absolutely uh i will say i like went into the menu like in mid-fight uh because like i was hiding in the corner or something i'm like oh i'll just quickly check the notes to see if there's a strategy there's no uh, pause, to the no the strat yeah there's no pause but like check the notes to see what the strategy yeah. is under the codex or whatever uh get out of the menu another kurokai was there instead of the one that was fighting oh. like completely so they would, full health it would have rotated so after it doesn't matter so it doesn't matter the enemies will rotate even if you don't do a, a certain amount of damage like if you have them if you've, you're fighting a kimono in a certain area and after an allocated amount of time, it'll um it'll move to the next area of the the map where you're supposed to, to fight it next. And often on some of the the maps, or to, depending on the time of day and stuff, they'll actually swap position with a different kimono. So I reckon what's happened is while you haven't been watching, your kimono's gone to this other area. The one from there's come to your area, and you've looked up and gone, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, <laughs> but I reckon if you if you'd scanned, it would have just been. It would have just been off somewhere else in a different area. And the damage you've done still, like, it still continues still on. Even if it moves on. That's yeah. why having the um, radars just scattered everywhere is... Uh, 
radars and upgrading your dragon pits so that you can get more stuff out in the world. Mm. Especially, just helpful tip, just remember to put tents up everywhere, especially the ones where there's like specific extra campsites where you can put a tent for free because dying and then having to run really far is a fucking pain in the ass. Good to know, good to know. <laughs> so the, the other part of this game, this game has like a Death Stranding-esque element to it in that oh, your, shit, Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> it does, it does. your world, so like if you, and I've gone into, I've got, oh, done. that I've, way. I thought you were like no, talking about crazy no, babies. And, no, crazy no, no. babies, no, no, no. I was going, I've gone into people's world where they're obviously, they're just farming a certain fight that they know the exact, like, because obviously when a, a, a kimono rotates through certain areas, it's like, it's always the same or some high level kimono, maybe they change it up between like one of six different directions, but they'll yeah, generally but go the like same sort of areas. Stuff, right? You can sort of like go around, but people will have, because uh, once you level up your um, dragon pits and stuff you can put down zip lines you can put down spring pads you can i've seen on reddit someone literally built like a floating earth using like a floating pad in the air very smartly using the systems you're giving in the game and people are like this is insane i would have never thought to use the, the what you have in the game this way but all of that is um persistent so when you ask for help in your game for a fight and people come in, if you've set up a bunch of spring pads and whatever else, it's, they're going to stay there. They, these things um, don't break if Kimono run into them or they'll get knocked down and just rebuild themselves or whatever else. So, yes. But these are, these are when, you, when you get to the stage where it's like, okay, I just want to farm the fuck out of this particular fight or whatever, and you're doing it over and over and just inviting people into your game to help you do it, uh, having these shortcuts and ways to quickly rotate and follow the kimono is the difference between taking 10 minutes to beating it to taking two minutes to beat it. You know, like these are the, these are the major things. So not obviously having camps at good positions is also super helpful in case you die. But I mean, if, even if you're not going to die, it's just that rotation of, having the, the shortcuts built in so i mean you, you can even unlock a, dra a dragon pit thing later in the game that lets you a sign that you can even just place down so when people come into your game they can read the signs and you can write funny little messages on it and and all these other sorts of things and yeah so um you can go into when you go on other people's games and you, you've seen like weird contraptions and zip lines they've set up through out their little maps and the way they can make it across different areas and and stuff it's yeah it's a it's, I, I like these persistent the thing that it's the thing that's both funny but a little annoying is like say if you play with a bunch of friends and you all jump into one of the one world because you all have to choose which world you're jumping into and that one your main story progression saves so you'll always be progressing the story the same way and like your level and stuff of your character will progress but any of the items that you place will not progress into your world. So No, you, they save in your friend's world, though. They save in your friend's world. But, like, say if you set up this really cool fucking zipline system and then you go back to play in your own game, that cool zipline system won't be there anymore. And you'll have to either no. redo it yourself or work through it. I will say... I minor, think that's fine, though. Minor annoyance thing. It might just be my OCD. It's really fucking annoying to randomly just, like... Every now and then, there's just a random box that I've like had in a fight somewhere. Or you can delete them. You can, but I don't want to be cleaning up my own messes. You know, like <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I don't want to be running around and being like, "Oh, better delete this random spring." Better delete that. But then, on the other hand, you you want it, maybe you want it there next time. You yeah, don't want it to be randomly time. deleted. Not every time. Some of the springs are helpful. 
but other than that, I'm like, the, the, like the random springs that I drop while I'm running around trying to get places quicker. That that I'm like, ugh, there's just trails of springs which I could in theory follow, but you know, yeah, I just drop them randomly. There's no thought to them. Springs are helpful. I've got springs set up to quickly like get through areas of the map stuff. Um, but yeah, there, there's four um, there's four biomes in the game. They're sort of all different elemental areas. Um, they're all very different from one another. So I I haven't got and found them boring. The other thing the game does that's quite interesting is because it's split up into chapters um, and different story things happen for, as you play that affect each of the, the biomes. When you want to fight, say, a chapter one uh, kimono versus what that area looks like in chapter three, when you're in the menu, you can actually flip back between chapters one to four and you can go back and fight the weaker level kimonos because when you reach a later levels of the game, the same enemy, like say the the first thing, the sprag tusk or whatever it's called, like the rat the rat thing, um, that m- drops different items in the later stages of the game because you're finding like a more powerful version of it. Um, you also have things like the second area of the game you go to, this uh, like beach location, beach, island it's a and stuff it's like an that. Isle. It's a little island. Yeah. So that's got like water in it, that one section, like like sort of like just up to your ankles as you're crossing it and stuff like that. There's a section in, I think it's like chapter three, where a, because um, the, the main, st- the story for little what there is, I don't mind there's not much story to this. It's not a game I'm playing for the story. I'm playing for the gameplay um, loop. So the story, story not being super engaging isn't really a negative to me. I don't, I don't mind. Um, but the story is that you've got all these kimonos sort of acting up getting pushed out of their areas. Some are acting more aggressive than they usually would, all these sorts of things. Um, but then in chapter three, that beach area, a fucking ice wolf shows up there and people are like, what the fuck? Why, why is this ice wolf suddenly here, like causing havoc, completely being pushed out of it, wherever it's supposed to have come from, a, a completely different area of the, the world. Um, but because it shows up there and all the kimono, uh, the really cool thing about them is they're all like nature infused with different things. Like you have fire enemies, earth enemies, and all these sorts of things. And that not only uh, affects how they attack you, but also affects what they do to the world. So when this ice wolf shows up to the beach area, suddenly the the, the area where the there's just this ankle level of water on the beach. It's now a frozen tundra. Like it, it completely affects it. So when you visit that location in chapter three, it's different to explore than when you visit that chap, um, in chapter one. And this, this happens to different parts of the game as well. So although there's only four biomes, decently sized biomes, they do change throughout the game and you can revisit them uh, pretty easily by just changing the chapter on the menu. So I think that's, pr- that's pretty cool too. I also appreciate the fact that they didn't try and do a big open world for this game. I sort of, you know, not that I hate all open world games, but I, I do like that we're having a bigger mixture of open world games versus stuff just to try and do smaller things. And I, I very much appreciate the just, it's a like they're decently sized biomes. You know, they're not small, they're not massive, they're large enough. You know, there's 50 collectibles plus of whatever, like 50 of the little um, robot buddies that you can find throughout each of the biomes. And then you've got some scrolls, little things like collectibles and a couple other things I think you can find as well. So there's there's definitely places to find secrets or whatever, but I don't feel like I'm ever um, over-indated with, with, with shit to do. So um, the music, 
I love to in this game. I think it is like a great soundtrack, especially like some of the boss fights, of course, have like very specific like theme songs for the more epic kimono when you do those fights. So that's always really cool as well. Um, and then once you, once you take on some of the more, I guess, larger enemy types, like the main, like there are boss fights in this beyond your typical kimono. Like there's what I'd call like story beat boss fights where there's big things happening though some of those are really fucking epic like the the combination of music what you're doing and all the uh, you know you're taking on these massive fights they're really really cool so um yeah i don't know it's it's i'm uh i i hope you can come around like it a bit more because at the moment i feel like i've like yeah. i talked it up the, <laughs> i talked it up the other week and was like man this game is fucking fantastic and then you use like yeah sure crap dylan's saying it's awesome and then i'm sure the review embargo broke and saw all these high scores now ash has brought it and he's like yeah it's all right <laughs> <laughs> so yeah sorry to make you waste your money ash i hope you can uh yeah i think i hope you can live to love the Maybe he just, he just needs, I can learn to love it, yeah. He yeah. just needs friends, you know? He just needs companions. Yeah, know. maybe we need to, like, team up. Yeah, exactly. Well, I got time. Let's, let's play a little bit after this. Yeah, I was going to say, I can play after this. I'm, I'm I can happy. play a little bit. You want to play a little bit after right. this? Yeah. All right, yeah. let's pause and come back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it now. <laughs> <laughs> see, if <you're>, <laughs> <laughs> see if your mind's changed. But, I mean, it's different. It is that thing where I feel you could... So you can play through the whole game story with someone... I don't really like whatever. Like no one's gonna. You can skip all the cutscenes and stuff, but there is that element of, especially if you're just doing the repetitive nature of trying to just hunt a certain type of thing. Of a because monster. you're not Obviously guaranteed the drops every time. Like I know well, I need some things. You are other things. You have to specifically attack that area of the kimono to knock it off. That's during the my fight. problem. Because I need a yeah. fucker's like green beard, and that shit just ain't dropping. So. Yeah, so you got to attack that area and force it to, Damn, to, I have to drop shave during the fight. My God. Yep. Get in there with a shaver, attack him. So it does make it easy. Like, I know you're saying, so like, it's funny that you, you were saying before how you think the game's like confusing to complicated too many systems. Where I remember when I played this back in October for a preview prior to PAX, I think my headline for my preview was like, monster hunter but easier or like monster hunter but lighter or something is, i think <laughs> i think it, the systems aren't hard i just wish it eased you into it a little bit more like that it was just a little bit more um not handholdy but just you know a little bit more of a progression to it a bit more of a build-up um rather than kind of dumping all of this th- like there's like a whole cooking food um or like drying food system yeah. that i i just keep chucking food on it and just hope that it does something no no matter what you're chucking it's gonna turn out better so it doesn't matter yeah yeah it's it's just um yeah but even then i find like so i don't feel like you have to do a lot of preps to go onto the fight which is the thing i I like so you know you get the food which is the as long as you've eaten the food within the run that you're doing on that world on that like because like when you so once you once you arrive in a place the the food you eat all the buffs that gives you will last the entirety of that run until you so, leave that area and go until you to leave that the, area. The, either the hub city or a different area for a different Yeah, so there's no, like, 30-minute yeah. timer and you're like, fuck, this boss fight's taking me 45 minutes. That's sort of annoying. But, you know, if you're going to go fight a monster that attacks with fire damage, you eat the food that gives fire resistance and maybe something that gives you extra health and defense, I think it's pretty... Like, it's not hard to work out what you should probably be eating. Maybe the first time you fight a kimono when you don't actually know what type of 
enemy it is that you don't know what to eat. Sure. But <laughs> at that stage, it's pretty self-explanatory what you've got to go for. When it comes down to what weapon types are best, like, because different weapon types have, uh, say, like, uh, slashing damage and um, water piercing damage and these sorts of things, that's when you can go... Like, is there a bad weapon type to build? Not really, but if you want to get hardcore into what will actually do more damage, you have to have fought a kimono, I think, five times, and then the basically the Pokedex entry for it in your journal thing will tell you more about its weaknesses, and you'll know what type of weapon it damage. It, it, it doesn't matter. Like, more. I guess I just like say for the bow, I just want to know what's like a good all round base starting point for the boat like which which path is like the if you just keep down this path you're gonna be good and then you can start fucking around and messing with it i just need a base level that you then can I just can... fuck around because as i told you the other night you get your I resources back it. so i know oh you, no i did you... hear that bit except you have to pay for yeah. it but yeah i did hear that yeah part, so yeah. but it only costs like say say you invest a bunch of resources and a cup few hundred gold or whatever and you build you get the boat up to like level four in a certain direction and then you're like man this like ice ice version of the bow isn't doing for me i'd love to go for this poison based variation that's on the other side of the tree here can i do that you just wind back the tree pay the couple hundred gold to wind it back yeah, which I isn't much in the game get yep. all your resources and just rebuild it like yep I, I i love the fact they give you the resources back so you're never gonna feel bad about mm -hmm. investing because gold is whatever like gold you do a hunt you mostly get gold by you'll get um i can't remember what it's called there's a certain type of thing you just sell mm -hmm. you just go to shop and sell that's how you get the, the money so as long as you're doing hunts you're gonna have money now so the the rarity resource is the actual the the, the things dropping off the kimono gold's like whatever so as long as you're not yeah, you're never right. losing that unless you're selling it like a fucking idiot to the shop owner so but except for there are some handy another handy tip there are items that just have the coin symbol on them they are specifically designed for you to sell at the shop. Yeah, they those have ones. No other benefit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if it says yeah. like just worth gold, sell that shit. But you get that yeah. from or the, literally the, the icon in your inventory, or just be like coins. Yep. Sell all that. So money's not hard to come by, especially when it costs a couple hundred dollars to upgrade or de-upgrade something. But being able to keep all your resources—that's the—that's the real winner. Um, before we wrap up for this week, I do want you to tell me though about this bloody Overwatch. Oh, love Watch. <laughs> Overwatch dating. Yeah, love Watch. Um, yeah, it's it's um. It's it's a whole thing. Uh, it was so yeah for Valentine's Overwatch um, uh, came out with a uh, event called Lover Watch um, that was heavily focused on a Hanzo Cupid skin that I actually think is very um, it's probably the so you best got the skin. skin as long as you beat it or played it. No yeah. no no that's like a premium paid for skin. It was like oh, so two thousands of ago. But you got other things for playing Lover Watch. Um, but which a that skin's kind of cool. It plays harp music when you're shooting arrows, and it's ulti. Plays like sexy jazz music while you're shooting it. It's pretty funny. Um, but no, Loverwatch is a, a totally browser base. So you in your Google Chrome and your Firefox, Internet Explorer, rest in peace. I mean Microsoft Edge. Um, you, yeah, it gives you a, a a a visual novel. What what are those games called? They're, they're, they're visual novels. Visual novels, um, where you play through a pretty stock standard um, dating sim where you either get a choice of playing, uh, of dating either Mercy or Genji from Overwatch. Um, and the, the story has pretty set kind of structured points to go through. And you just pick your, your choice options and you, 
your objective, of course, is to get the character to fall in love with you or to fall in love with the character. Um, each time you go through one of the paths, you if you get them to fall in love with you, you get a player icon. Um, do both of them, you get a player icon, and then there's a secret ending. If you get the secret endings, um, you get like a highlight intro for Overwatch and everything that you can use with, to show off your, your mad skills. Um but no, it's overall it's good. It's fairly basic. It's it's straightforward. It's a bit of fun. It's it's a good thing to show how much they could potentially do with the lore of Overwatch because the lore of Overwatch is so fucking deep and it, it's just waiting to be explored more. And um, this is one way that they've done a great job of exploring it. You know, there is characters other than the the couple characters that you romance. There are other characters involved, so. You definitely do get a chance to learn a bit more about several other characters and their deeper relationships and connections. Um, it was it's a lot of fun. I hope I believe it should be still around for a little while longer. Um, but, so it's just loverwatch.gg on any web browser. So um, check it out if you sign into your Battle.net. Yeah, you can unlock stuff um, for Overwatch to play and use. Cool. How long was it? Uh, tw- uh, it took me like thirty minutes to do all of it. Yeah, like. Not- to do both parts plus the secret ending it was yeah about 30 minutes as long as you're not completely brain dead on how to talk to somebody romantically from the multiple choice options that are there (laughs) yeah i know it's fine um question of the week is ea originals the best thing ea is doing um it's up there with uh anything they let um respawn respawn do Yeah. yeah well if you kind of think of it, outside of EA's like FIFA's and stuff, the rest of their catalog's kind of insane. When you look at it now, and not just like the indie stuff that they're doing, um, but like you know your your Jedi games now with Fallen Order um, and with the Jedi Survivor coming out. You've got Dead Space and like the Dead Space remake that they've just released. You've now got Wild Hearts. Um, EA outside of their sports focus is kind of stacked. Like it's kind of got some really good teams working for them. Um, you know, even I've heard positive things about the Need for Speed games that have um, the last one. Um, I didn't finish it or anything, but it was good. So like, there's there's a lot of work that EA is putting in, considering how bad EA has a name in terms of you know fucking shit up like battle like Battlefront and stuff. Um, yeah, I think overall. The EA Originals is pretty well established and, and pretty, um, you know, more concrete in a lot of ways than some first-party stuff in a lot of ways. Looking at you, Xbox. Are you allowed to sign up? I don't know if you're allowed to make the... Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> what? I was so confused. <laughs> I'm like, am I supposed to say more? <laughs> Alright, that'll do it for this week's episode of Arcade Couch. Let us know how you feel about Wild Hearts if you're playing it and anything else we've talked about. Not really that much this week. Just Wild Hearts. Uh, let us know any comments, questions, concerns, though. Yeah, Twitter, explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter. Discord, explosionnetwork.com slash Discord. If you like this episode or the show or explosionnetwork.com, head on over to our Kofi page, explosionnetwork.com slash support to buy us a coffee. And until next week, same time, same couch. Kimono free. Goodbye.